0: Hey y'all, get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks, Get Financially Intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bedroom Talks podcast, where we get financially intimate. Today, we're going to be talking all about making financial decisions based on emotions. I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever made a decision based on your emotion and it turned out to be a mistake? here's the thing you make a decision based on emotions it can be tricky and have very serious consequences okay but don't worry because we've got some expert advice and tips that we're going to navigate today in this conversation and i just want to point out if you are listening to this or rather i should say if you are watching this in the wealth builders unite facebook group you'll notice there's been a slight shift in scenery. I used to be over there in that chair. Now I decided, you know what? Because I want this to kind of be like a girl talk, right? And if you're a guy listening, it doesn't have to be weird, okay? Think about it as you're just, you know, sitting with the guys, maybe out on the balcony or, you know, something like that, just chatting, whatever. But the girls, we like to, you know just sit and chat and sometimes us girls will sit and chat in the bedroom right so that's what this is this is girl talk in the bedroom that was the intent of this entire podcast so i have shifted over to the bed plus it's more comfortable for me anyway. so as always i like to start off with some encouragement okay one of the ways that i like to start off with some encouragement is quotes and scriptures. Uh, Today, we're just going to start off with a quote. And this one, is says, don't make permanent decisions on temporary emotions, okay? The thing about this quote is it highlights the importance of taking a step back and thinking before you make a big decision, okay? Now, here's what I want to do today. Before we get into the tips and the insight, expert advice, I want to get personal with you. I want to dig deep and go back to some of the times from even before my financial crisis in 2014. I'm going to go back to the years prior to that because That financial crisis that I was in in 2014 was just the final straw for me. If you haven't listened to the pilot episode of this podcast, you can scroll almost to the very first episode. The very first episode is simply just the intro, but that very next episode is the full pilot episode where I walk through my journey and what led me to the place I'm in today and why I'm doing this podcast and why I'm so passionate about wealth coaching and helping people through their finances, okay? But I want to go further back because that episode doesn't give you the full context of everything that I've dealt with in regard to finances over the years. And over the next few months you're gonna begin to hear more and more stories and, and examples and insight from my backstory, from the toughest times that I've had over the years. And I am certain that it's going to begin to resonate with you over time. So continue to listen, okay? Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've been having conversations with people Over the last couple of weeks and the same thing keeps coming up over and over and over and that is this uh, desire or uh, need to make a sudden decision because something is happening that's causing fear to creep up inside of the person and that fear is essentially creating this strong desire to create, to make a decision solely on the emotion without the practical thought process behind it, okay? And I want to preface that sometimes we do have to make decisions suddenly, okay? But more often than not, What is happening is there is stuff from the past that is compounding and whenever a situation arises, it takes us back to those moments and fear jumps in and causes us to feel like we felt in that moment and we want to hurry up and make a decision to get rid of it or end the situation. And that often causes us to make a rash decision that may not be the best case scenario in the long run, okay? So, one of the examples that I'm going to go over today from myself is I remember I believe I was in my mid 20s and I was barely making. It. I mean, I had a full time job, I was in the military at the time, active duty. So, I was getting regular paychecks twice a month. They were coming. It's not like they weren't going to come. They were guaranteed to come because I wasn't getting out anytime soon and I wasn't subject to any potential discharge or anything like that. So I knew the money was coming. But I wasn't managing my money. I wasn't budgeting. I wasn't saving. I was paying my bills. Sometimes I would pay my credit card on time. Sometimes I wouldn't. And I was just spending every last dollar I had. Okay. And then a um, emergency would arise. And when I say emergency, I mean like something minor with the car that was maybe a couple hundred dollars or a bill that came out of nowhere that I wasn't expecting or something with my son came up that I wasn't expecting. Okay. And When you're in the military, you get paid twice a month on the 1st and the 15th. If something happens between that time frame and I don't have money and savings to take care of it, I have no money because I'm not managing my money at this time, okay? So basically, the cycle that I was in Was so fear driven that the minute something came up, even if it was $25, $100, you know, anything that was, I'd say at that time, $500 or less, even that amount, I would be so fearful that I wasn't going to be able to afford to take care of that situation. And I felt like I had to take care of it that instant that I would end up hysterically crying on the floor because I didn't know what to do. And if it was more than that amount, it was even worse. I got to points where I would just beg God and just say, Lord, please just give me the money from somewhere. Like just tears strolling, streaming down my eyes, begging God to please just drop the money on my doorstep. Most of the time he didn't (laughs) he was trying to teach me things and it took me a while to figure it out. And then there were times when there was the, the larger amount emergencies where I would go into this cycle of, well, maybe if I get like a small personal loan, there was a company that often worked with military people and would give them small personal loans at exponentially high interest rates i didn't pay attention to interest rates at the time they were like 25 to 35 percent interest rates they were insane but i could get anywhere between five and ten thousand dollars at a time from this company and you can have more than one loan or if you needed another loan you could basically add that on to the new loan right and so i went into this cycle of Probably about five or six years of just constantly, okay, I need, you know, a little bit of money. Let me just go get a new loan. Let me just go get a new loan. Let me just go get a new loan every single time. And that was not a good cycle. It was not a good cycle for me to be in at all. And it was only because of that fear that was inside of me the fear of what happens if. I can't take care of this. What happens if no other money comes? What happens if? I never once in that season stopped to think, what would happen if I started to make a budget? What would happen if I started saving money? What would happen if I didn't spend every dollar I earned? None of those thoughts were in my mind at that time. Only what would happen if somebody else doesn't help me. Again, I'm just sharing my personal experience, okay? You may not resonate with this at all, but maybe you know somebody who would. If that's the case, I would encourage you to share this with them. Maybe it'll help them to see that they're not alone in what they're dealing with and that they can come out of it. So here's the thing I wanna go into a bit more today. I researched this topic a little bit more because I don't always like to go based on my own experience because my own experience is not necessarily everybody else's experience, okay? So I did some research and found some really amazing advice from experts on this topic. Specifically found some research from healing practitioners, okay? And they explained that making decisions based on emotions can lead to impulsive and irrational behavior, which can be harmful to relationships and personal well-being. They emphasized that the importance of taking time to think about things through and gather all of the necessary information before making a decision was so important. we've got a couple of tips on how to navigate this okay so if you have a second go ahead and if you're not prepared to do this at the moment tap that pause button go grab a notebook and a pen or pull out your notes on your phone if you're driving come back to this and replay it and write these notes down okay now if you've unpaused or if you've come back because you were driving at the time or something like that, and you're ready to take notes, go ahead and start jotting these down. Step number one, take a step back. Maybe not literally. Okay. (laughs) So when you're feeling emotional, you want to take a step back and give yourself time to process the emotions. Okay. Here's what I want to say specifically to the women. Really, I just want to say this to everybody because I feel like this can apply to men as well. It's okay to feel the emotions, it's normal to feel fear and overwhelm in financial situations, in a lot of situations, period, especially if you have things from the past that have compounded over time and you haven't had a chance to be able to work through those and heal heal through those things. It's okay. It's normal for stuff like that to happen. It's normal to feel those fears and that sense of overwhelm. Okay? What we don't want to do is stay in it. So in order to work through that, we have to recognize that we're feeling that way, take a step back and Process it, okay? Doing this will help you avoid making impulsive decisions that you might later regret, okay? When we take a step back and do that kind of evaluation and processing emotions, we can think about, okay, what exactly am I feeling? How am I feeling? Excuse me. Why am I feeling this way? And kind of list out maybe what is the the reality of this situation and what might be the, I'm going to use the word exaggeration. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. I mean, what is my brain exaggerating in this moment based on that fear? Okay. Let's say, for example, um, a thing came up with the car and it's going to cost you a hundred dollars to repair it. Immediately. You might think, gosh, here we go. Another hundred dollars out of my pocket. I don't have a hundred dollars. I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know when I'm going to be able to pay this. I don't know. Maybe it'll be three months from now. Oh my goodness. And maybe this situation is going to get so much worse because I'm not going to be able to take care of it right now. And I can't take care of it for three months. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Then the bill is going to end up being like $5,000 because I had to wait so long or whatever. Okay. All of those things are just the fear making you think that it's worse than what it really is. Okay. And I use that example because I have literally gone through that thought process in my mind multiple times, not just over something with the vehicle, but over other things as well. Okay. Okay. So the reality of the situation is, yes, there's something that needs to be fixed with the car and it might cost you $100, okay? The irrational thought or the, you know, the word I used, exaggerated thought based on that fear is if you wait a little bit longer, it's going to create a bigger issue that is going to cost you a whole lot more money, okay? It's not always going to be the case are there sometimes going to be things like that yes but not always okay so that's how you separate the difference there the next step to help with this process is to seek counsel and i know because i am that person it is really hard to put yourself in a place where you are okay with going to somebody else and asking somebody else for some advice or some help. I will let you know that I have a personal counselor that I have been seeing for two years now, and I use her kind of like my best friend. She's amazing. She talks to me just like a friend talks to me. She helps me to see things from another perspective. She allows me the opportunity to talk out what I'm thinking and feeling, sometimes I will tell her, you know what, based on what I've, you know, just expressed, I'm actually thinking maybe this is what I should do. And then we'll kind of talk back and forth on whether it's a wise decision or not. Sometimes she'll give me a couple of ideas that add on to what I'm already thinking. Okay. So it's not necessarily a a going in there and somebody telling me that I'm you know, really emotionally messed up and here's the steps I need to do to fix it. It's literally talking out what I'm thinking and feeling to somebody else and they're helping me give, they're helping give me a different perspective and some ideas and thoughts that maybe I haven't considered. That's it. That's all it is. You can do that. It is okay to do that. Okay. We talked to someone before making any big decisions it will be so helpful you don't even have to go to a counselor for that you have a trusted family member or friend or maybe even a um, financial expert like myself we could that family that family member or friend that you know maybe it's best to find somebody who is in um, a great place with their finances as far as far as you know and you know they can kind of give you some insight based on something that they've been through right I know myself if someone was to come with me come to me on a big financial decision I'm going to talk out based on my experience and based on the expert advice that either um, I have researched or I have given to somebody else that has been successful okay okay A fresh perspective can help you see things from a different angle and make a more informed decision. That is the bottom line on this. Okay. Number three tip number three reevaluate. Reevaluate. It's very important, especially when. Our decisions are based on fear and emotion to reevaluate your decision-making process, okay? Ask yourself if you're evaluating, if you are making your decisions based on fear or fact, or shall I say, based on facts or emotions. Kind of goes back to a little bit of what I shared in the first step, okay? If you are making decisions based on emotions, take that step back, okay? And try to make a more rational decision, okay? So you see how this kind of went in a cycle there? In the reevaluation process, I want to note that it's not about judging yourself on the way that you're processing something, or the decisions that you're making. It's more about recognizing how you're making decisions and why you're making them that way and redirecting the process, redirecting your thoughts to something more positive and beneficial for you, okay? Proverbs 3 and 5 is a perfect example of how to kind of reevaluate and shift our mindset on this process, okay? So trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. It reminds us to seek God's guidance and wisdom when making decisions, okay? In general, seeking wisdom before making decisions is the best thing you can ever do. And I believe when I ask God for wisdom, that is even better. All right. Before we end, I do want to remind you that if necessary, if you need it, I have some free resources on my website at www.drmichellemarie.com. I have some PDFs related to money mindset budget building and a variety of other things i even have something in relation to a financial crisis if that is something that you are in right now i have a free resource for you out there on that website okay so check it out today and take a look at some of the other stuff that's on the website as well maybe that's something that would something that would be beneficial for you also the biggest thing is providing you with resources that are going to help you on your wealth building journey. Okay. I appreciate you. I thank you so much for joining on this episode of the bedroom talks podcast. Remember if you enjoyed this, like share comment and make sure to come back for the next episode. And lastly, remember to take a step back seek counsel and reevaluate before making any big financial decisions as always trust in the lord and seek his guidance in all areas of your life see you soon